You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Oh, hello, everyone. This is Shalina from Shall We Toke. Thank you for joining me today. We are here at Hayes Radio Network. Excited. It's been a, inside, a very eventful week, to say the least. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was nice to actually get out after, you know, a year of COVID and being stuck and not being able to go to events. It was really very cool to uh, go to Vegas and uh, participate in a, in a really cool conference that was, you know, a different spinoff than some of the other, you know, like MJ BizCon, for example. Everybody goes to fucking crazy 35,000 people just the rush in and out where to go what parties this and that and I've definitely been to like a lot of conventions <laughs> mm-hmm. over all the years so it was a different take I like the owner I like what he's trying to do um, definitely definitely went out of his way to make sure people are comfortable I think that was probably the biggest thing that I I felt from it. The service and just everybody in general was very nice the whole entire time. I agree. I think that having you in food, like at the conference. Yeah. Like, I know that sounds like it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal. When you're there all day, you want to be fed and they provided that, which. And what's cool is, yeah, most conventions, you go to a convention, you go in the booths. You had to deal with cheesy hot dog person, right? Mm-hmm. And you got the pepperoni pizza person. You got like the pepper, uh, fucking pretzel person, right? Mm-hmm. Corn dogs, whatever, all that type of stuff. And you're sitting online and you're paying usually outrageously outrageous prices for mm-hmm. that same shit. And he actually didn't have anything for you to physically buy, actually, food wise. If you think about it, you went to the show and he provided all the food and essentially drink. Okay. Right? Think about it. You went to the show, you walked around, and right. constantly there was food. There was like a breakfast run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, they had breakfast. They had- then they have a wild lunch, mm-hmm. you know, and and then sort of late night thing. And there was like, you know, I mean, not like there was like tons of like sodas and this, but they had like, you know, healthy Mm-hmm. Stuff. They even had like pokey ahi tuna bowls, right? Or something like that. I Did noticed. They? I didn't yeah. have any of that. <laughs> yeah, they had like yogurt parfait type things. They had, um, you know, I didn't eat every single day. So I kind of missed out here and there, but I caught that I missed a breakfast wave, which everybody said was pretty fucking wild. Apparently, you s- yogurt parfait? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I, ha- I was there for the waffles. Oh shit! There was waffles. There was waffles the and here. oatmeal with like this banana glaze. Stop. Yeah, it was it was really good food. I mean, it was yeah. different because you know it's at a hotel, so it's yeah. like nice. No, no, it was like interestingly yeah. catered, like good good food. You know, Very um, well. even like the un, you know the unsweetened teas, mm-hmm. you know, which I like a lot. You know, um, and then they had like what was like a taco bar. Like let's talk. Oh about yeah, the taco bar. Taco bar, and then let's talk about. And a tater bar. The, the first, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the actual sequen- <laughs> sequence of events without like skipping too wildly. So Friday, people registered, and then he threw 
a pre, essentially a pre-party. Like since everybody, you know, everybody always comes in the, you mm-hmm. know, the night, you know, before because they got a setup or this. You know, sometimes there's show parties, but usually they're resident because they're waiting for everybody to arrive for the actual show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Anybody who really is part of the convention, if you registered, if you got into town early, doesn't fucking matter. He's like, I'm throwing a party. He's like, not only am I throwing a party, one, we booked out, he booked out a lot of Mandalay Bay and the Delano, which was part of it, mm-hmm. you know, which is net right next to you walk in to right. like inter, it's very nice. interconnected, you know, hotel. Mm-hmm. And that, that hotel is kind of cool because it doesn't have a casino in it. I kind of like oh, the, yeah. Delon- yeah the you know, Del- it's, yeah. it seemed like a very um, quiet that's what it is. It's yeah. More chill, more whatever. Because it, it yeah. was, it's residential and essentially too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that makes sense. But back in the, not residential, but back in the day, when they had Mandalay Bay, they built those towers, and it was called the hotel, and it was part of Mandalay Bay because Mandalay Bay also has four seasons. So imagine like they, right. So a certain right. floor of Mandalay Bay is just i think it's the fourth floor is just like you know the four seasons interesting and then they created the hotel which was like almost like 15 years ago or more and then it changed over to the delano got it and the delano is a hotel chain i believe uh that's part of the morgan group interesting okay so if you're familiar with the mondrian hotel Mm -hmm. And, you know, those hotels in that group, they were, like, a little more eclectic and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. the Delano was a good kind of fit to take over those, you know, those towers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so you had, like, all these people that he had coming to the show that, like, got, you know, stayed and, you know, they were extremely, again, shout out to how nice they were taking care of all of our rooms and this and everybody at the station, which was like super dope, you know? Yeah. And uh, and uh, we, you know, just had a great time. And he rents out the Mandalay Beach, mm-hmm. the whole entire beach and pool area. Which I didn't even know existed. Well, I, I'd been to Daylight, which yeah, is their we pool about, Yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I didn't even know that they had... Oh, no, yeah, the beaching is, like, the most crazy thing. I mean, obviously, if you weren't a hotel guest or, like, visited somebody where, again, you could look down Mm -hmm. and check it out, how the fuck would you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, the way that the hotel's built and stuff. Like, how It is a massive hotel, by the way. Now, if you're walking to the convention center, though, you automatically see the whole pool area. So there, they're like, yo, check this shit out. You know what I mean? So... Most people are familiar with it, but the fact is, is I don't even remember in all the years of living in Las Vegas, knowing that someone outside of the hotel could book the whole entire pool and beach and the hotel guests aren't allowed to come in there from what was probably 6.30 until like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but the pool closes. Uh, It closes at seven. 
Yeah, so it's like it's not that big of it. They probably were just kicking people out. Like, all right. Yeah, but you know what? They closed the pool at seven for swimming, but they always let anybody go down there. It's not like they shut out the area. It just means that the lifeguards and the swimming essentially. Oh, I see is what a, you're saying. That they blocked it off just for this. No event. one could walk. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, I and then you had to have like a special, which was really cool. That was like the first event where you had to have the, a digital thing. Uh, I the wallet. And app. instead of if you didn't have your uh, badge, badge, right? You had your QR code. You could just show the QR code, which... Or the wallet. The wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but wallet. the thing is, is it's hard to mock a wallet. Do you know what I mean? Like, technically. Yeah, when you need, like, your ID. Yeah. Well, I think even just for purposes of, like, having... I like that everything was, like, when you clicked the three dots, you could see more of the info, like, where the events were. Oh, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. It was very... that All that stuff was pretty dope. Yeah. The technology, like that, the, the again, tech was yeah, the tech was the out. tech was very thought out. And then he has his beach party, Travis Barker, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Like, like you know, from Blink One Eight Two, yeah. cool motherfucker. He has a wellness brand out. Yeah, you know, what did you what did you enjoy the music and everything? I did, and you know what's funny? Travis Barker was my first concert back in the day. Oh, stop. Really? Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> so, like, yeah, but that's fucking cool. Yeah. So like I was just like, oh, I was so excited because like my first concert was him and to see that again was pretty cool. That's awesome. When I was in high school. That's was, fucking like, crazy. Yeah. That's great. And they again had catered food. Mm-hmm. Which nobody was really eating. Nobody was eating till, till later on. I yeah. went ham on it. Oh, uh, I, I, you <laughs> know, so since you went ham, what was some of the spread? So, break it down. Um, they had like so this they were actually walking around with the little buffalo chicken bites. Did you try those? I think I tried that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. And then they had um what else did they have? The, oh I don't know. I can't remember the appetizers. Oh, there was like a little egg roll, which was really good. Uh-huh. Um it wasn't like an egg like actual egg roll, but there was some like it tasted like there was cheese in there. Okay. Like it was really good. And then um I forgot the other two. But then they had also chocolates. And it was like caramel. Oh, I had those. Those are bomb. They were I took them up with to the my fucking room. chocolate thing. Yeah, no, no <laughs> those are dope. And there was free out, essentially a free beer, mm-hmm. and something else was free. I love that they had food like that. Yeah, because, water and sodas, yeah. catered stuff on the beach, cabanas for a massive amount mm-hmm. of sponsors and people. Which again, mm-hmm. they treated us like rock stars, mm-hmm. and gave us a free cabana. That was fun. They also hooked up uh, High Rise with the Cabana BIOS and uh, Cannabis Capital. So they were they strategically had all the media companies that all kind of do, you know, similar things, you know, all together in the same spot. And I don't think that has ever happened like that. So that was a very interesting situation. And shout out to everybody out there in the cannabis industry that's... Uh, doing everything to put themselves out there as a, as a company. And then we definitely have some people over at the station that also go and do stuff with both of those guys as well. So it's always nice to have all these people working together and collaborate um, when they usually don't collaborate as much. So I think this actually was bringing people more together to collaborate. So I think that uh, we'll be doing some stuff even maybe with High Rise in the future, so. I love that, community. Yeah community <laughs> yeah exactly and uh and you know so friday was a great event and then boom yeah. 
Saturday yeah, get into Saturday and, you know, the show's going. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, that was... Um... I did a panel with Sarah. And then I did my... Oh, you did? And then I did my keynote speech. I did see a little bit. I saw your keynote. Yeah. Um, I did a panel with Sarah and this guy from Britain. Nice. Who, like, <laughs> cool dude. I mean, you could tell he's rich as fuck fuck and he's like killing it with cbd in the uk because they don't really let you right. have marijuana cbd's huge gonna be huge. and he's trying to tell people in and outs of the cannabis business in fucking america and shit and i see like sarah like giving me fucking looks and like this is the people in the audience when he says such and i was like oh damn i was like oh my god like some of the stuff he's saying was wild but i was just trying to be cool and sarah and i definitely put a lot of input and then her voice was out and she's sitting there like all raspied up and she's like, she's like, yeah, that's what happens when you smoke mids from Jason Beck. <laughs> like just joking Jason. around. <laughs> I love it. They're joking about fucking Jason up on the thing. I was like, oh my God, dude, this thing is fucking hilarious. And, you know, I gave whatever, you know, we had a four or five questions, you know, mm -hmm. that we got to answer and, uh. And I think I think Sarah taped it, so we might actually like replay that. I was gonna tape mine, but I guess we just got too baked and <laughs> forgot to fucking <laughs> do that part. But you know, what was your, I was I was happy, you know, about my my what, speech. What was your panel on? In and outs of the cannabis business. Interesting. I like yeah. the title. <laughs> yeah, that one actually was like when I was talking with Maddie Maddie about you know like what my speech would be. <clears throat> mm -hmm. That was what I kind of like. I was like, yeah, I'm like an in and out of the cannabis business and trying to figure out your whatever, this and that. And then she like snipered that idea and made it a panel. And then I kind of used the other half of the idea to be, you know, the keynote speech that I did, which was finding your way, what your fit is in the cannabis industry. Talk a little bit about what you talked about. So most people, when I go to these shows and... They're like, I want to get into cannabis. And, you know, they really have no idea. And, mm -hmm. you know, the average person is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a dispensary or I'm going to, you know, cultivate or I'm going to have a delivery service. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, your main thing that you do as an attorney. They ha don't realize how much mm -hmm. work and how hard and how much money and how much resources and all these things for you to be the one that's directly involved with the plant. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have hemp and pre-rolls and fashion and media and publishing and software and you know even cryptocurrency. I mean, there are so many things in the industry, other industries, booming industries that are part of cannabis, but not directly part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's interesting that you said that because I actually had a conversation with someone about crypto yesterday. Inter yeah, sure. And in the cannabis space. Yeah, and, you know, I kind of went slowly, like, I kind of explained, one, how hard it was to actually get those licenses and then kind of suggested 25, I think, other industries that mm -hmm. are applicable. Because you still have even like, look, somebody smokes weed, right? You got to smoke it with something. 
whether it's a paper, right? You whether need it's some, a bong, like an ancillary. Yeah, there's ancillary products that you can make so much fucking money on, and also, after I explained all that, I kind of also broke into like, do what is realistic. Mm-hmm. If you got a nine to five job, and you only have a couple hours a week to dedicate into having some kind of business, well dispensary or this or at least they're just you're dreaming like it's not even realistic or possible right so you have to look at you as an individual how much time you have to put into it what your life is what your resources is do you have friends or family that could help fund it are you good at raising money this and that like yeah there's all those factors that you have to look at right and then you look at oh i have all these resources i have all this money i have all this time is what i'm picking the best thing for me, mm-hmm. meaning if I'm great at art and painting and all these various things, am I going to know how to run a retail store? Is that the best thing that I'm going to really be fun or interested for me anyway, even if it was the biggest money maker? Mm-hmm. Or do I get into cannabis related art? You feel me? And right. festivals and this and create a brand and things marketed around something that you love and that you're good at that you could relate to cannabis, you know? Right. There's even like that can escapes guy that uh that um Lance, you know, Lambert, who does a show had and he does he did like Burner and Pablo Picasso and all these fucking guys and he did facial portraits but made it out of bud. Interesting. I don't know if you ever heard of him. I, myself. He's I, a fucking cool dude. You yeah, know what's, his, a lot of people, what's his name? Can Escapes. Can, okay, I think I have. He makes, Cannabis escapes, he makes yeah. faces like. Yeah, out of weed, out of, weight, out of bud. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, right there. You're like fucking unique, smart. Right. He's good at that, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. Right, you feel right, me? right. That's what I was trying to explain right. to people. That's a you know, great it's 25 point. years of doing it. I re- you realize and see people have these dreams are going to be rich and take all these people and money and this and that and they go in so deep that they don't even realize and most people don't succeed that's what they don't understand you're probably like fucking seven out of ten they try to just go out and do it and raise money in this and whatever and blindly like go wildly into the night do not last more than a year or two you know what i mean yeah and then you're sitting on a pile of nothing yeah i was actually asked that on and people upset with you too that you wasted their money because they blindly thought you were an expert when you had no idea what the fuck being an expert was in this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I've, I was even asked that on the panel, like, like people that want to get into it, what would you tell them? I was like, I feel like it's like too, like people that want to get licensed and stuff, like it, you're, it's late in the game now. Yeah, people. it's like so, you know, and you get politics, this, blah, yeah. fucking everything, lobbying, this, what you, it's a nightmare and who's to say that that's even going to be the best for you right or like a lot of those people have those licenses you know those giant companies they're not that doing that good mm-hmm. people ain't rolling like you think they were maybe they were years ago when right. it first was booming mm-hmm. and people were stupid and didn't give a shit not even give a shit just didn't know but too many people know now mm-hmm. you know you have to like have the capital, like the money to have to like, you know, if, I mean, if you, you could, I don't know. I just feel like 
like a couple people on the panel like, oh, like there, if you want to get in it, in this industry, you could. I'm like, yeah, well, you can, but, but you have to find the right spot. Right. It's you hard. can't. You can't be a just dispensary owner overnight. Right. It's right. Not, right. But you could be marketing. You could be working for companies. You could be this. You could be like doing stuff that's like there's so many stuff that you could be passionate about that relates to cannabis. Right. You, Literally. Like, like you were saying, like hemp or papers and stuff like that. Like pre rolls. Pre rolls. Right. Wellness. Right. Lotions. You know, creams. The CBD, right. which is national brand, is safer to even do with instead of cannabis right. at first, and then get into cannabis from that. Bridge yourself, get yourself started, you know, all kinds of stuff. There's there's so many things. Compliance, mm -hmm. law, legal is right. one of them. I mean, right? Right. It's huge. So you're in that as right. part of your industry, right? right? Legal. You could have done anything in the fucking world, but you're doing cannabis stuff. Right. And I can do legal stuff that has nothing to do with cannabis. Uh, absolutely. That's but the great. Yeah. And, but the point is, is that here there is an industry that's not directly dealing with the plant. Right. Right. That someone could get into. Right. Oh, I could be a lawyer, but also be a lawyer that does cannabis stuff. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. You yeah. understand? Like, oh, I could be a media person doing commercials for dispensaries and cannabis companies and brands. Wow. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I've been doing PR for years for all kinds of other shit. You mm -hmm. understand? Mm -hmm. People can cross over things that they already are good at or doing and probably find a way that the cannabis industry relates to that. Right, and I feel like at the show, they kind of showed it wasn't just only about cannabis. No, you wanted is, music, right? Entertainment. They even had like a wrestling show. Right. Oh, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch yeah, I mean, that? I watched it. Everyone, well, how could you not miss it? You know <laughs> you what I mean? Like it. that's that's just wild. <laughs> Actual wrestling ring at the convention. I would say in, you know, 15, 20 years, that has, I've never fucking seen yeah. that. That was crazily dope. I mean, he's wild, dressed, dudes, like, totally, like, <laughs> WWF, like, sitting there kind of, like, situation and having Canna Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Shout out to Canna Pro Wrestling. So I have a question. Uh -huh. Is it, I don't know if I asked you this, but is it real or fake? And I heard, I kept getting answers of it's both. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're wrestling and you're moving around this, but then a lot of it is rehearsed because you could get physically very hurt. Got it. It's very so, like, they are passionate about what oh, they do. Oh yeah. No, that is what is the whole thing. Yeah. The essence of that is performance. Got it. Of being that character. Interesting. Being that person, being that. When you're a wrestler, in that sense, whether it's WWF, WCW, the women's one, there's any of those ones you see out there, that person is their essence of their crazy persona. And, like and an alter that, ego. And that it, no, they are that person. Interesting. And the fans love and find attraction to all those different characters. Interesting. And they don't break from it. Yeah, you know? they don't. No, they don't break Never. from it. Like, Never. Like even when they they're like walking, no, walking around. No, they are those yeah. people. Yeah, In yeah, public, yeah. that's who they are always. Always. So this is who they are. Yeah, they and this are. is why they got into this because yeah, it's who they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very fascinating. Yeah. And you know, 
the cool thing now obviously you couldn't blaze up in mandalay bay in the convention center but when they do hold these in cali and other places mm -hmm. the cool thing about it is that everyone is puffing you know what i mean right. and like even i think even the wrestlers like might toke it up before they right there on stage before they fucking wrestle or whatever but i know for sure for sure the people can all puff and stuff so it was it was cool entertaining you know it was like super interesting um what was your topic um the first day was social equity and then the second and then you were on i know people you the funniest thing is because every time i saw you i was like laughing because you're with a homie or someone that i knew you were one you were with uh, heather on one right yeah so that was a that was my shit i, I saw you were heather i was like i sat and watched her because there's some other <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to watch my two fucking ladies right there get all wild. I love it. it was that was a good great. one. They were and, all good. No, no. Yeah. And then the other one was, who was who you were with? Who was? And then so the last one was with Jason Beck. Yeah. yeah oh, boy. Did you? Yeah, that one was with uh, about mainstream. So that was more like the federal laws and stuff like that. Yeah, Jason's Jason's my boy. He's yeah. fucking hilarious, bro. That that And that's <laughs> that, that was probably, the, I didn't see that panel, but just knowing imagining jason i can't yeah. imagine how great that was that was my first time meeting him and yeah he was just like such a cool dude we yeah, were just yeah, laughing talking yeah, about he's yeah. from the bay and we we're just talking oh, about yeah. that well he's here yeah. you know he's here yeah hollywood though yeah yeah no, he was saying yeah, that he's, he's out in west, west hollywood, hollywood and, yeah and he, i actually he's been in west hollywood for the same spot for like 15 20 years yeah he was saying that he goes on santa monica and um fairfax yeah um yeah. that's so funny i was there that's where whole foods and all that shit's been there forever isn't yeah it? where's the shop located HS, it's like right there on that street. You okay. can't miss it. Okay, because I was coming down on Fairfax. If you, ju if you just park and walk out, you'll find it in two seconds. Yeah, nice. it's not hard. Like I said, been there forever. Yeah, that's what he was saying. But the, yeah, it was really like it was a lot of fun. It was, and it was also with uh, Christos. Christos, uh, he's from Filter Labs. Yeah, I he was a I, yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay, I didn't. But it was you, Jason, and who else? That, that's the there? guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Christos. Oh, Christos, and then a moderator. No, he was the moderator. Christos. Oh, so it was a moderator and just you and Jason. Mm -hmm. We were the only two. See, that's interesting because I thought they always did like three people in the yeah. moderator, and then they just did you and Jason. Yeah. Very interesting. And then we were like the that's last. That's a wild one. combo. Mm -hmm. Because, like, your knowledge is way different than Jason's. He was. He's actually really knowledgeable about uh, like. Oh, he's a genius. Yeah, yeah no. he's super smart. Yeah, yeah. You, you, he's not one to not like throw down on the information. He's a fucking machine, mm -hmm. and he definitely doesn't smoke mids. <laughs> <laughs> Put it no. out there. No, really, really. He's really like cool the guy. biggest weed snob on the planet. That's the funniest <laughs> part. That's what he's, it is. He won't smoke anybody's weed unless it's his, and his is the best. Wow, so. I love that. You feel me? That's I how love it works. That. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I had a lot of fun, and then okay, so. What else happened at the... Were there other panels that you actually listened to that you liked or anybody in particular? Um, Who did I see? I kind of just walked past a couple and I didn't... I don't think I really sat down. I heard, listened to a little bit of yours. I got a wild cheer at the end though because I was like getting very inspirational. <laughs> I like to do that. Be like, yeah, that was great at the end. I was like, oh yeah. Got to close out on a good... Yeah, that's how I... You can do it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it was no. You did a good job. I like to be inspirational. Yeah. I kind of like to be a very little, you know, Tony Robbins-ish when I try to Tony. do <laughs> of cannabis. You got to walk around. That's different than being uh, and sitting down. The the only thing with the panels that I like. Yeah, I like to do the stroll. I got command of the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I like to I like to have, or have my podium, but yeah, the panels is a whole different situation. Yeah, I wish we were facing each other a little more because it's more of a conversation. Yeah, because it's kind of hard because I'm like I don't know what I'm looking at and that's yeah. distracting and I want to yeah. be able to like have when you see panels like. I was worried because I I scoped it out in the beginning and I like saw the TVs on each side and I was like, I was like, oh, interesting. I was like, how am I gonna fucking see my presentation? <laughs> Well, that so would like, be, so your I, presentation was up there. Yeah, so I, well, I brought my laptop and, no, I meant like, where was I going to visually, I like to cue it when I flip oh, the thing. Oh, got it. I'm like, where the fuck is my screen going to be? So I, you know, put my laptop up there and then, and I got up at the stage, I realized that they had a TV tucked in mm. from the stage. So everybody in the audience didn't see that there was actually a TV when you looked down on the ground me to fucking be able to tell my presentation interesting yeah it was pretty wild i was like wow that was actually a pretty good idea in front of the stage yeah i didn't like almost like a teleprompter well you didn't have it because your panel oh okay you don't have a powerpoint to go oh got it got it got it got it you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. so it was different so you had to make your own powerpoints oh yeah 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 of course everybody's got to do their own presentation ah so it's like literally like a present yeah i spoke for 40 minutes oh i was supposed to be for like 40 45 minutes but I was just kind of feeling out the crowd and the thing, and I wrapped that motherfucker probably like 25, 30 minutes or something like that. Maybe no, I, 30, I, it you think like, it was longer? I think it was a little longer. Yeah, maybe I think, 35 minutes. I think like 10 minutes left. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I was leaving early because I remember and I right, I booked out. I well, you guys booked because you were on another stage. I had to go another uh, opposite yeah, side. Yeah, and Heather did the same thing. I saw yeah. her beeline. <laughs> And I was like, oh, look, they're all on the other side now. <laughs> that was actually interesting. So I have never seen it like in a room, like like I've, in the same room. I've seen a lot okay. of conventions that have done that. And, you know, there's one thing to say, be said about it like that. Um, but, you know, right around the corner was those big fucking rooms with like. Yeah, that's giant, like the like, investor. Was that the investor summit? I think? Yeah, like how did, you know, that, that's what kind of like, I don't understand how. The Investor Summit kind of took over G4 and took over those really good speaker rooms because those were fucking way nicer. Yeah, people were actually looking for the Investor Summit. I heard people like, where is it? I'm like, I have no idea. But it was yeah. that's a little difficult because yeah. no one knew it was in a different room. No, nobody knew it was in those Interesting other rooms. Interesting that that was in a different room. But, but the panels but, but, were... the, but, the, but those rooms had the, like, the speaker should have been bawling it out in there. That's normal. Right. Like in okay. those rooms. You know what I mean? Right. Because it was hard to hear sometimes. Because you can't hear. You're hearing the yeah. wrestling, this and that. Usually, you know. Yeah, we we hear know. this like like yeah. sound or like. Kino. Kino. Yeah. <laughs> Kino's usually like in a, on a you know, in a, in a main auditorium. Oh, got it. Got it. You know, but I understand why they did it. And it was cool. Yeah. That and space way, was you know, huge. It was, you know, it was a big spot. Yeah. You know, there was a full-on volleyball tournament going on. Well, that's what blew my mind. It was insane. Like, you want to talk about people taking over fucking Vegas. That was nuts. That was, did you walk through it? Uh, I, I went, yeah, I went down one part and you saw these giant, like, <laughs> fucking millions. Of, Stadium. Fucking, yeah, I was like, that, like, I mean, dude, like, fucking 75% of the hotel had to be, yeah. like, volleyball people. And Vegas is pretty much, like... COVID? What is that? <laughs> By the way, yeah, MGM was operating 100%. 100% capacity. That was insane. Nobody was really wearing masks. 
That and was if insane. If you were wearing a mask, you felt like you were the anomaly there. Yeah. I saw good people wearing a mountain mask, but like I still felt yeah, more. I walked well, in, I was shocked. There were families because right. there were so many volleyball people. Right, right, right. That were having kids and parents and certain families you noticed were having it. But if you discredited, like put them aside. Right. Everybody else was not wearing a fucking yeah. mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was a, it was, you know, yeah. it was, it was wild. That, I just felt like. COVID didn't happen <laughs> like the way everyone was. people were trying to it, barge into the elevator I was like whoa I was yeah, like yeah. and then I'd be like COVID and then they would like back up but like they were just trying to cram no, in oh yeah 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 and I heard Mandalay Bay was so packed that there was almost like you had to wait in the lines to get in your elevator up to your room at sometimes right yeah or something like that well I don't I didn't have the elevator problem but I did see that it was chaotic right over there yeah it was chaotic and then they have the now the digital key you, you, did you have that? You uh, I've heard about, they've had that forever. It's part of, if you're part of M Life, right? Well, no, and even, you log in. no, it's every, well, I think it's everybody. Like they, you, you could download the app and then you could check in on your phone, which I did. Uh, and then you can, um, use that to open use your door. It to, or, and then it'll tell you when your room's ready. You don't have to even go to the check-in. It'll oh. tell you your room and your thing. Wow. And you put it, and I was having difficulty when I first did it and the guy's like, oh yeah, it doesn't work. The, someone in the elevator. And then I went to the guy. He's like, no, it does work. And then I saw someone else do it. You have to like angle your phone like to the back, not to the camera. So if you angle it right, it does uh, click. But it needs like Bluetooth and it needs like internet. Wow. And then you go to your room and then I don't know if you had that on your keypad, but it was yeah. like a thing no, and no, I put I it on. So shit. if you don't have your key. I was at the Delano. They put me up there. <laughs> but wait, didn't you have like the. I had just a regular card. Oh. I mean, just, you slide it in. It was like an you Apple just, Pay. No, yeah, like you just tapped it yeah, on yeah. the door. So that's exactly how the phone is. Yeah, everything is just moving along quick. But they've had that forever. I, okay. I've known for years. They've had that. I've known okay. about that. I just never use that feature, but I've known about it. Oh, okay, that was my first time. I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> amazing. But like, back to what we were saying. Oh and yeah, then there it was, was a cool party afterwards. They had a secondary <laughs> party. You know, shout out to Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. They were sponsoring shuttles and all kinds of stuff. Which was really great, and uh, you know everybody had a good time there. And then there was stuff. There was guys like on bicycles handing out ice cream, which was cool. They and were. Yeah, outside <laughs> they were like on bicycle things and opening up and having like oh, we had like man, snicker ice that. cream bars and shit like that. So I definitely starved on that. <sighs> then there was stoned pizza. I missed that too. Big pizza, brick oven pizza truck. So that's dope. That was you know. Pretty. Oh yeah, who doesn't love brick oven pizza, right? Making me hungry now. I know, and we're getting close to the end, so it works out. We have a few more minutes to talk about, and then we can go eat some munchies. But uh, what was uh, what was other uh, some highlights for you? Um, I think just meeting so many really cool people. I met some. I just feel like that was just, you know, it was good to see old faces, and it was good to connect with more people. Um, and I thought the event was great. I mean, for the size that it was, it was, you know, good. It was a good and, starter and how, event. How interesting is it after talking weeks and weeks on Clubhouse with people? Mm -hmm. to yeah, to meet, meet them, them in person. And see their face and stuff. <laughs> that, that was, was wild, yeah. right? Yes, I bumped it right when I got there. So I was like, I met you on we're, Clubhouse. <laughs> we're not going to mention like, you know, in particular, but there was definitely a good amount where there are pictures and things. And, you know, we're definitely different than how they looked, how they looked in person. Ah, that's like, interesting. Wow. Interesting. 
a few times. You know what I mean? Wow. And like uh, everybody, like males and females. Yeah, both. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, males too, definitely for sure. I Very was like, interesting. wow. <laughs> well, I was like, damn. You know, good and bad. You know what I mean? Right. So, could go either way. That's what's so crazy now that we're all coming back into real life. People yeah. are less and less that much on digital. Oh yeah. And so, and there's just gonna be more and more events coming up. So exciting but i think you know people are going to gravitate to virtual i think it now became a very ingrained thing and i think virtual is just getting bigger and bigger you know with vr and this and everything else so yeah you know i think the virtual conventions and shows are going to be still have their mark you know Interesting. what i mean yeah, yeah for sure i think so absolutely well some of them are still going so and that's for the people that don't want to go to yeah, events. Yeah, there's a still. lot of countries and states that don't allow people to travel right. and things anyway. So, I mean, things are going to go on for a while. I mean, we are changing and things are getting a little bit better. Yeah. Getting a lot better, you know. It's actually but. great for people that don't want to do the human. There's people that love going out to the shows. There's people yeah. that love staying home. Yeah. And then and that just, works. And they could network yeah. and this, just like how people. Same, yeah. Wow, I was on this app. I mm -hmm. met so many people. I got so many things. Damn, mm -hmm. I don't have to travel. I don't have to right? spend money. I don't have to do this. Yeah. That's the difference. Do you want to spend money on events? I think people are going to spend money on events that they really want to right. go to now. Right, right, right. Before everybody would go to everything, sure. Right. I think because of the pandemic and I think because of the economy, I think because so many things are kind of like just pretty fucked, mm -hmm. you know, throughout this past year, year and a half. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to gravitate to those type of events because they'll be way more cost effective and mm -hmm. they'll pick, cherry pick. Right. The ones that are the most, oh, I really want to go there. I'll save up for friends, that. I'm going to save up. Yeah. I'm going to wait for that. When before I'd be like, I go here, I'll go here, I'll go here. Right. Maybe I'll get business. Maybe I won't. You can just be somewhere you know. and be on a phone and be in the yeah. in networking. Versus, Absolutely. And if you don't have to make it, you could be at both at one time. Like literally. Absolutely. This was, um, yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited for the more events coming up and they have another event. Yeah, it's going to be up and, uh, October. Mm -hmm. End of September, October. And they'll have a lot of, there they'll have a massive amount. They're, you know, estimate over 20,000. Wow. How much was, how many were this? I don't, well, let's not like get into the semantics <laughs> of figuring that one out, but. I thought you um, knew. It's a, it's a big, no, but oh. there'll be a lot of the, that it, big okay. difference. Okay. I think it was. It was still a great turnout. No, no, it was great yeah. turnout. It was good, but it'll be comparatively with those numbers. Right. You'll be, it'll be packed. Yeah, this was more socially distanced, I think. You would, feel, you would feel like it was the volleyball tournament. You feel me? Like <laughs> right, it would right, be right. like that. That was insane. Yeah, it'll be like that. Yeah. It will be like that. Yeah. That many people, that's how it is. People you know are going to want to come. Oh, yeah. By then, everyone's like, woo. Yeah. It, I think there was hesitance <laughs> on this one because oh, of COVID. There, and, absolutely, there, yeah. dude, there was tons of hesitance. Yeah. Even I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah. But I was like. Wow, how cordial everybody's being mm -hmm. in this. We got to go. They took the necessary precautions. Yeah, for everybody. Yeah, they did. Everybody was doing talent. Every influencer, every individual that participated, they were so gracious to mm -hmm. in so many ways. So you got to shout out. It was In that sense, and that beach party, honestly, was the that best. That was dope. That, that was one of the best show parties mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. By far. Just out how... Just Everything the way it was, yeah. people were chill. Food. The weather was 
So perfect. I wish it was a me. little bit hotter. Okay. I wish it, yes, it was can't hot. Complain. I was freezing. That wasn't bad. It could yeah. have been. But the the next night was colder. But I, you know, summer. I thought, yeah, I thought that. I still thought I felt like, man, that was pretty dope. Yeah, it was know? pretty good. That wasn't windy. Could so have been. Yeah, good. I was expecting cold, yeah. windy. This like kind of yeah. rough, but it was awesome. It was like to me, it was like, damn, it was yeah. a great night. And people like being in the water, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially at nighttime. There were some interesting people a little wild in the water, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. that always happens at these shows, man. You know, everybody's having a good time, and sometimes you just drink or this or do a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But at least you're right there in the hotel. You walk right up, and you fucking go crash. That's the best part it's about being all-inclusive. Yeah. It's a beautiful hotel. It's great. Huge hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got lost a couple times. Oh, really? Well, like, I was like, the convention center was so confusing. Oh, no, you Apparently, can't. there's a basketball court. I went through the casino and these, these crazy routes mm-hmm. to get over to Delano because it's so much farther from the thing. And the first day or two, I was like, I felt like I was walking miles. And then someone was like, oh, you know, you should go out through the restaurants. Oh. I lived there for fucking 20 years and I forgot about that. I was like, what? And you just fucking walk out that way, and then you just shoot across the Delano, and you save like a fuck a quarter of a mile. But I didn't realize it until afterwards. I mean, until like the second day. The best is when you figure out your routes when you're there. Oh, like yeah. I have to know because if I'm coming here again, I don't want to go that long oh, way. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. It was it was fun. I had a great time. I really did, and I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to uh, to everybody again. Yes. At G4, it was an awesome event, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and any uh, last uh, things no. as we wrap up the shall we took, except for going to toke? <laughs> going to toke. Uh, nothing, you know. It's, it's a good start to summer. So Absolutely. And uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll be uh, wrapping up another uh, episode soon. Yes. You can follow me at shall we toke, S-H-A-L-W-E-T-O-K-E. And shallwetoke.com, same thing. And that's all. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.